You can't handle the truth! What is going on, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Thomas Freeman TV and Podcast Show. This is Thomas Free Me, and this is Saturday Night Cell Block. How is everybody doing tonight? I pray everybody is healthy, happy, sane, as much as you can be in today's climate. And we're going to get into that with Mr. Paul tonight. Special guest, Mr. Paul Kratzis. We're going to get into, uh, just talk about, man, we're just going to chop it up, me and Paul, man. You know, so a lot of times, Paul and I, we, we just have general conversations on the side, man, that afterwards we're like, man, we should have recorded that right there. So, you know, I'll bring them on from time to time and, and we'll just chop it up. So going into the holiday week, uh, next week, there will be no Thursday night get right as of course it is Thanksgiving and I, you know, be doing my thing and I, I pray that everybody will be doing their thing and uh, that'll be it. We'll be back Saturday night. So let me go on and switch on over to Mr. Paul. Paul, can you hear me? <laughs> yes, I can hear you. How you doing? All right, partner. What's going on with you up there, man? Not much. I'm waiting for you to come back up and visit or me to come down now. Hey, well, t- this what? made me remind me about something, you know, because you're down in Florida, right? Yeah, yeah. I got a title down there. I might need you to pick up for me and next okay. take care of it for me. Okay. Uh, you know where Porta Gorda is? Punta Gorda, yeah. That's a little that's that's about maybe that's about maybe two and a half hours, three hours south of me. Man, I need that title so bad. Okay. Uh What's... I I talk to my partner tomorrow and uh and uh see if we can uh how he's gotta go about sending getting you authorization to pick it up. And then FedEx the next day I'll give you the money and money for your troubles. Okay. Yeah. No question. So uh, you're up in Baltimore, so the people know. How, how cold is it up there right now, man? It's too cold for it's me. It's about me coming up there to visit. It's cold out here right now. It's probably uh, in the 40s, high 40s. No. Yeah, you're going to have to come down here, partner. Yeah. You're going to have to come down here, partner. How far away are you from Orlando? I'm only about an hour and a half from Orlando. North or south? Directly straight across. Oh, okay. Straight across to the west, to the Gulf side. All right. Hey, man, to all the people, salute, man. Salute. Happy Thanksgiving. Stay safe. Stay out of your emotions. And and just have a good time, man. Show a lot of love. So what are we going to talk about, man? We were talking about FTX before and everything that was going on with that. You know, a lot... A lot of people really don't even understand what FTX is. They they don't even know the gist of what happened. They probably get a little scrape of of what's going on, but these people really have no idea. So, just uh, a few weeks ago, when I heard a little bit about it, I basically said what was going on, what's going to happen, and the reason being. Is because if you read history books, everything kind of re- repeats itself, and um, that thing looks pretty deep to me, you know. Yeah. So, so it looks like uh, 
money was going to Ukraine from the government. Then from there, it was going from Ukraine back to the company, you know, and uh, and from there, it was uh, going to uh, Democrats for election and whatnot. You That's had right. Kind of, you had all kind of Democrats uh, running, hitting him up, like, I need money, I need money, come on. He's, he's funded. He, yes, he funded a large portion of the Democratic Party with millions and millions and millions of dollars. We're talking about Sam Bankman-Fried. Sam Bankman-Fried was an individual, a young guy, who convinced people that he had uh, like a, a, a Bitcoin. You know, I guess an easy way to explain it for people to understand that he had his own specific Bitcoin, which was FTX. Right. You know, you have all these different coins, cryptocurrency coins that are coming out. You have, you know, Bitcoin, Doge, Ethereum. <clears throat> these are some of the top ones. Uh, so he had FTX. Now, mind you, he had all kinds of athletes uh, ranging from Tom Brady to uh, who is who is the other athletes? Shaquille O'Neal. Right. So he had all of these athletes that were advertising for FTX and had and it was a scam the whole time and what what Sam Bankman was doing from my understanding now this is the ignorant ignorant understanding of it but from my understanding what he was doing was he had he had this this type of cryptocurrency that was a ghost it was a phantom but he was taking it to the banks and was getting loans off the banks to to grow his business and people were just investing really in nothing. People were just putting their money in nothing. And then this guy accumulated some odd billions of dollars, billions of dollars, and, and then just took off. So now you have, which we don't hear about in the news, you have Tom Brady, who <laughs> was the face of F FTX, right? So my understanding, he had damn near almost three quarters of his whole fortune wrapped up into this here. And then you had Shaquille O'Neal and other, other entertainers that were advertising, promoting for FTX. And now these people are coming after them now. Like, where's our money? Yeah. I mean, you know, I've seen it from a mile away that I wouldn't want to be part of that. You know what I mean? If it ain't tangible and I can hold it, you know, then... I don't want any parts of it, you know. And the and whole that's that. Going to going to wind up going down, you know. It's 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 a very shady business, man. But you know, and and then what ended up happening was was uh you had the company Binance that was going to go in and possibly save FTX during this this collapse, and when Binance went in there and looked at the books, they were like, man, we're not touching this. We're not touching this at all. The, the books, were, there was nothing there. There was nothing there. Binance backed out of the deal. They said, we don't want nothing to do with it. And then FTX collapsed. Came down like the world. Well, let me not say that. But you know what I mean. It came crashing down. Well, if you ask me, the guy, Friedman, he ain't nothing but a, a, a puppet for the puppet master. This is way bigger than him and people above him controlling this whole thing. Ain't nothing. He's just uh, 
he's just a, a gopher boy, you know, someone to take the downfall, someone to, to look pretty for the uh, face of the company. He ain't nothing. He's the GOAT. Because it's funny. Isn't, isn't it funny? Isn't it ironic how all of this happens right during the election and right after the election? You know what I mean? Right. But meanwhile, they've already got all the money from him. Right. They already got from them what they needed. Right. And now it's feed them to the wolves. We don't have to protect him no it more. It was propped up with government funding. And mm. then the government funding is over because the election's over. I sure would like to see Sam Bankman come out and, and start speaking on that. If he you ain't know, going to know, then he'll wind up like old uh, Epstein. Epstein. Committing suicide in a cell, huh? <laughs> suicide by murder. Suicide by murder. He felt what we used to say inside. He fell up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> so how you doing, man? This guy. So let me tell the people. So I go up here to visit this dude, right? And and we're 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 sitting around hanging out one day, kicking up stories. I'm out back and I'm. I'm smoking, I'm relaxing. He tells me, come on, let's go for a ride. So I'm like, okay, let me jump. <laughs> we jump in the truck and go for a ride. <laughs> so next thing we do, we go down into the city. And, and <laughs> there's a... <laughs> I wouldn't get all off into that, but... <laughs> so we, we get out there and this guy's got me doing some stuff that I had no idea that I was getting ready to do. He takes me on a, he just takes me on a run. So in the process of doing that, you know, I get my boots dirty, my pants dirty. And he's like, man, we're working boys up here. You know, he's like, you got to be ready to work at any time. I'm like, well, now I know that for you could have let me know that before we jumped in the truck. Like, hey, go, you know, go change your boots or whatever. But I didn't know what was going to happen like that. Hang with Paul, you got to be. And, and let me tell you, they told me this. The people warned me. They said, man, when you hang out with Paul, you just got to be ready to go because Paula just jump up and go and tell you to come on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I wish I, I, I've been, I was working so much when you came up here, always doing something. I ain't have really time to kick it. And, I mean, have a few drinks with you. You know what I mean? No, nah, you didn't even slow down, man. You didn't even slow down, but that's okay because I was in transition at that time too. You know, I was, had a lot going on and it was, it was cool. It would, what it really allowed me to do, partner, you gave me the avenue to see something I've never seen before, which was going to D.C. and watch the fireworks that night. You know, remember, I went into D.C. I was sitting on on the Capitol lawn, puffing, watching the fireworks at the at the Washington Monument. Yeah, that was that was a nice experience. I, for you know, me, man. I live 30 miles away and I ain't went down there yet. Hmm. Yeah. Was it any parking spaces in there? Well, that was that was the whole anxiety of going in was what the hell am I doing? Because people are telling me to take a train down there. They're like, man, you'll never find a parking spot down there. Just take a train down there and then walk around. But that was kicking my anxiety into high gear because I'm in a place I've never been. I'm taking a train to a place I've never been. You know what I mean? I just couldn't do it. So I said, you know, I'll take my chances and drive. And I ended up parking right next to the to the Capitol. You know what I mean? So I just pulled off and got out and, and found a little spot on the grass and, and hung out, man, you know. But 
it's nice, man. It's it's historic. Um, you feel the power in the air. You feel the energy in the air, no question. It's it's vibrant. You know what I mean? It's it's vibrant. The people are moving fast. Um people seem pretty nice in DC, but of course this was this was when it was, you know. Uh July fourth, but it was okay, man. It was it was a nice visit. I would like to go back and spend a little more time and go into some of the museums and such. See all the propaganda they got posted around everywhere. Yeah, whenever you're ready. I need to get out this uh this cold weather. Hopefully uh I'll come down and see you uh by Christmas time. I'll take and drive down there. I wanna get a car down there, so I'm gonna probably fly down there. Yeah, come on down, man. Come on down. Come come by the studio, and we'll, we'll shoot a little something from the studio, hang out, go to the Hard Rock. Hang out at the Hard Rock for a little while. Definitely. What do you guys got going on for Thanksgiving? Uh, it's going to be, you know, my second uh, Thanksgiving out. So, and... Uh, my first uh, Thanksgiving at my own place. Mm. So. That's right. You guys, you got a beautiful corner lot up there too, man. You got a nice place. Yeah, you, have, you have to send me the pictures when the snow falls because I know you, your yard, it's, it'll look nice with that little snow cover on there. Morton picked up a dog today. You got a dog? What kind of dog? I mean, it's, it's it said on the, on the paper... Uh, Bulldog? That's what it said. What color is it? Uh, white and brown. White and brown? Okay, man. So you guys set up, man. You got your little house on the corner with a dog. And a white picket fence. <laughs> Paint it white, yeah. It will be those shortly. That's all right, man. You living the dream, partner. Two years out. And how long did you do? 29 in a few months. 29 years in a few months. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right, partner. You're doing good, man. Proud of you. What's the key? What what What's the one thing that you could tell somebody coming home that wants to accomplish what you've accomplished in two years? Take it one step at a time. Don't look, don't look to the future. I mean, just deal with the issues at hand. Deal with the problem that's in front of you. Cross that bridge, one bridge at a time. You know, I didn't know where anything was going to lead me. I, I didn't look two years in the future. I said, you know, you can say, I want to be here, so I want to have this in two years. I want that and leave it at that. But enjoy the moment and enjoy yourself, you know. and I mean, don't enjoy yourself to the point where you're at partying and all that because I don't really do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, you know, there's time for partying, but I think that partying will come when I'm kind of comfortable where I'm at, you know? Well, elaborate on, elaborate on that some so, so people kind of understand when you say enjoy yourself. Is it, is it enjoying yourself of, of the success that you're doing, seeing yourself? Wherever you're at, I mean, wherever you're at in your station in life, don't be so much that you want so much more and you're not appreciating what you got. You know what I mean? Appreciate what you got 
mm. and enjoy what you got and be thankful for what you got. And, you know, and long as you attract good energy and you're positive and stuff like that, you're going to attract and doors are going to be open, you know? You know, and that's what each step of the way, I, I mean, nothing I did by myself, each step of the way, it, it's how you are, opportunity presents itself, and you got to be ready. Whenever opportunity knocks, you got to be ready to open that door. But just do best, you know, whatever you're doing right now, just try to do it your best, you know? Mm. Amen to that. And I mean, those are those are important keys. And, and it's keeping keeping your opportunities open, like use use your eyes as a wide view and not have tunnel vision on one thing because you you'll miss so many opportunities focusing on one thing. And then if that one thing fails, you have nothing to fall back on. Because for me, being out every day, man, I experience opportunities around every corner. Every time I leave the office and go out, you know, I'm, I'm meeting opportunities because I'm not focused on one thing. I'm just allowing the universe to deliver to me whatever yeah. and then i decipher between the two you know do i need it or do i not need it if not i cast it if if so i i remember it yeah one thing you know it's like this you know the universe will give you and it will take and definitely will give you and you know like i said you gotta you gotta be uh, appreciated you know and thankful mm. not and focused on the task at hand yeah. <clears throat> so after after 27 years in prison and you being home too and accomplished the things that you've accomplished so far what are some of the things that you're grateful for this week coming up what are some of the blessings you're going to give over your turkey and your, your first turkey in the home well, I mean, every time I eat a meal at my house, I, I'm thankful and, and, and I pray and give thanks to each each meal I get, you know, because my life was given back to me. There was no, I had no release dates, but I didn't give up fighting. I knew in my heart that one day I would get out, you know, and uh, I just didn't know when, but I knew I would. And uh, and that and it manifested. Was, that goes into that goes with what we're talking about, you know. And what happened was when when I met when I met the guy that helped me, Carlos Basin, and did my legal work. You know, I didn't have the money at the time to pay him. You know, and uh, he did it for free. And I knew one day that I would meet a person that would that would look out for me, and uh, and he did. So let me fix this. And he did, and uh, and I saved every paper that I needed for that for that one person to come, and and uh, it worked out. Where's Phase on at now? What is that again? Where's Faison at now? No, uh, Carlos Bazin is... Uh, oh, Bazin. Uh, uh, I think it's uh, Wyoming. You know, Wyoming. Out there. Wyoming or something like that. 
But uh, he's going to come visit me soon. How old were you when you went in, Paul? Uh, 27. You were 27. Now, for those that haven't watched prior episodes with Paul, he goes into detail about him going in. But you went in. Um, you actually took a gunshot to the to the head, right to the mouth. Yeah. And you you went into jail with that gunshot wound. Yeah. Yeah. yeah finally, uh, I finally got it, most of it fixed when I got out. You know. Yeah. Got my teeth fixed. You know. <clears throat> yeah, you guys have to go back and watch. Uh, the story of Paul Kratz is to, to hear all of that. But so um, I guess some of the things I'm going to be thankful for, man, is just even even though all, all of, of what I'm facing now on my plate, on my shoulders every day from every moment I, I, I wake up to go to sleep, you know, I guess my grind, I'm I'm still just thankful of the fact that, like you say, man, I'm here and I'm able to do this, you know, and at the end of the day. You know, I, I like to think that I'm I'm really helping people and, and making people feel good about themselves because I know that my life didn't change until I started feeling good about myself. You know, and I had to start digging deep to find things. I can remember I can remember partner one time, somebody somebody told me one time, Paul, they're like, Man, let me let me let me let me show you something. He said, Tell me all the things that you don't like about yourself. And I used to, man, rattle off. Man, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like this. I don't like that. He's like, okay. Now, tell me all the things that you like about yourself. And I had to sit back, Paul, for a minute and think, like, for one thing, what do I like about myself? And in that moment, I realized that I had to change that thought process, man. I had to shift that balance because I can rattle off many things I don't like. But I have to think about one thing that I do like, and that's not good. But that shifted my life. It changed me. And, and that's what still drives me today at this point is knowing that um, I'm helping people. You know, that I do, I do count, I do matter, and I'm thankful for that. You know, I'm thankful for uh, the fact that I still have my parents with me. You know, and that I can... I can um, spend another holiday with them because I've missed so much of that with them. So, and I'm just, I'm, I'm thankful for a few other small little things, but at the end of the day with all the, in the face of all the lies and ugliness that we look at every day, man, I still, uh, I still kind of enjoy life, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, a lot different than what we're used to, you know? It's a lot different than what we're used to. There's no question. It's a hard adaptation for us guys like us that we've been gone for so long, we've been unplugged for so long, and we come out and there's such a hard shift, such a hard shift from when we went into now. In society, man, like people, people are crazy, but that's another story for another day. Definitely. Um, but the guys in are still in there, you know, and something's got to change. You think, you know, bring back parole or something for them guys, you know, because I mean, you figure Biden's been in there for a couple of years. They ain't trying to do nothing. Democrats have both houses. They ain't did nothing. 
You know, they could have gone back for They could have, they could have did a lot of things, but they ain't going. You know, they ain't trying to do nothing. Biden Biden spent his first 100 days overturning everything that Trump did just to turn around and reintroduce it all like it was his own. That's, this is this is this is what's crazy about America is what I don't understand. Like this dude is, is up here on the stage bragging about lowering insulin. Trump did that two years ago. Talking about lowering gas. Trump did that two years ago. And you still haven't even brought it down to where he brought it down to. But you're now you're introducing it like like you've done something marvelous. This is this is a crazy society we live in, man. It really is. It really is. It's it's uh but again that's a story for another day. <laughs> yeah. So um you you helped that one guy get out that uh you was working on his case when you was up here? Did you get him out? The one that I was up there for, no, James Griffin, no. He still needs a lot of awareness uh, brought to his case. Um, this other this other individual, John Merritt, I actually am getting ready to go and uh, interview him at the prison here in the next two weeks, I think. So I'm going to start introducing his case onto the podcast as well, along with uh, the interview with him. But he's uh, he's a notorious case out of North Florida, uh, Columbia County murder. Uh, I believe the the victim, his name was Daryl Davis. Uh, so, pretty high profile case, but it's crazy the corruption that goes in with these things. And then the, at the bottom, at the end of it, these officials are still in power. A lot of these officials are still in office. When I start calling for records and things like this, they want to know why are you calling for this. What do you mean? Why am I calling for it? Because it's public record. Well, not here in Columbia County, it's not. Okay. Their, their records aren't even online. Columbia County's records aren't even online, which it's been mandated that all counties' records are supposed to be online. So this is, again, this is, this is the type of stuff we're dealing with. That whole North Florida corridor, man, North Florida, South Georgia, Alabama, that whole area is just rotten to the core, boy. Hmm. I didn't even know that. Right into the a lot of stuff going on down there, though. Did you see the video I put out earlier with uh, in Camden County, Georgia, with the uh, the inmate Hobbs that that was beat by the police in the cell? Like six police went into the cell, uh, and uh, a a a uh, suicide watch cell. You know how they they had the suicide watch cells? Yeah. So they they brought an inmate in there and beat him dang near half to death. Caught it all on camera. And this happened way back in, in uh, I want to say September, the beginning of September. This is just now breaking news now. And now the sheriff knew about it the whole time, but now he's trying to act like he's trying to, to investigate. You had this news three months ago. Now that it broke, you want to investigate. Why didn't you investigate back then? I'm telling you, man, this whole, that whole area is, is, a, is a one big Ku Klux Klan fest, man. It's crazy. I don't even like going up through there for real. But that's it, man. We're gonna let the people go. I, I uh I thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Little conversation between me and my friend Paul. 
good guy up there in Baltimore. Too cold for me. But you know, this this is what we do, man. We just chop it up. Two ex-cons coming together, making sure we're okay, making sure everybody's all right, that we're surviving and thriving, do what we can, and we just wanted to wish the people a, a happy Thanksgiving this week, man. Please stay out of trouble. Stay out of these people's system. You know, stay out of these people's system. I'd like to add add one more thing about this. You know, over 25 years ago, I basically told myself that, what, why do I keep going to prison, you know? It's about money, huh? I said, from this day forward, I ain't going to even entertain the thoughts of anything breaking the law, you know. And from that point on, I only thought about how to make money legally, you know. And uh, so if you're out there breaking the law, it ain't worth it. You can get a nine to five and make, you know, way more money in the long run because you sit in there for 10, 20 years. That's all money lost. That's all money lost. And, and, it's not hard to make money, man. Nah. It really is really not. If you 18, 19 years old, you you can get your CDL now. They lower the age from 21. So I got my CDL already. I was only out a few months and got my CDL. It's easy. And you can make over $1,200 a week, anywhere between 1200 to 1800 a week. Get your own truck. You're making four, make 4000 a week. Mm. You can get a truck. 15, 25, 30,000. Man, I was just uh, I was just watching a a truck auction this morning. Somebody was at a truck auction this morning and the, and some of these trucks, small cabs, some tow trucks were going for like uh dollars yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, "Whoa, you can get a tow truck for that?" Man, you can make a killing with that. I now me personally, I don't agree with it. A tow truck is fine, but as far as like uh repo services, I I never want to make money off other people's misery ever again. I, that's what I was doing, dealing drugs. And I don't want to make money off other people's misery, other people's misfortunes. I mean, you can help people broke down the highway, you know, stuff like that. But, stuff like that. But you can get a a Ford, a Dodge, 350, you know, 3500 and, and haul cars, you know, co-part. Insurance I would love. That's a good idea, man. I would love to get one of those tow trucks, like you say, for for coming home coalition, man. And 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 I just take donations to go around and help people on the highway. Free tows, free tire changes, stuff like that. Yeah, that'll work. You know what I mean? All right, partner. Will you take care of yourself, man? Thank you for coming on tonight. I want to give you a call about picking that up for me. Yeah, call me. Call me. Call me in the morning and let me know, cause tomorrow. Yeah, just call me. We'll talk about it. All right. I'll, I'll talk to my guy and see how it's got to be done. All right, my brother. All right. Take care. You stay safe. Bye. All right, everybody. Once again, thank you for uh, tuning in, joining in. Uh, please make sure to check out my foundation, www.cominghomecoalition.com. It is the holidays. We are out here grinding every day. And I'm not even ashamed to ask anymore. We need help. It's very simple for you to go and just donate $1 a month. $1 a month can help so much in, in what we do. Helping feed the homeless, clothe the homeless. It's cold down here in Florida. Whether you northerners believe it or not, it is to us. You see me. But, I mean, we, 
re-entry programs um update coming up november 12th december 12th december 12th at 1 p.m i will be meeting with the county commissioner out here in tampa to get some of these programs that coming home coalition has has put together start getting these into the community so we need help man we need help from our community you guys have really been slacking i'm just gonna put it out there but we do need help we appreciate it but all in all I love you guys and I appreciate you guys tuning in. But um other than that, stay safe, man. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay blessed and just keep keep being your best self. Keep being kind to your neighbor and let's just figure a way out. No matter how ugly they are in front of you, kill them with kindness. Kill them with kindness and and it'll all work out. So thank you. Thank you, Hillard. Until then, until the next time, I love you guys, man. If you haven't heard it anywhere else, you can always hear it from Thomas Free Me. I love you. I love you for who you are. Stay blessed. We out.